episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, Broads. <laughs> hey. Hey, Broads. How are you all doing today? I'm in a mood, um, but mostly I'm in a mood because I really didn't get any sleep last night. Dude, me and you both. <laughs> but I think you're you. not getting sleep because you have every kids day. <laughs> every single day who are not sleeping because they're sick. And I am so sorry. Okay. I do not have this excuse. What, why did you not get sleep? I started watching Temptation Island a oh week ago. Oh my <laughs> God. You know, I can't wait to watch. Tell me. Oh. Go ahead with your Temptation Island. You're no, really I'm I'm just I've literally never seen the show Temptation Island and I've seen commercials. I'm like, this is so stupid. And then when I hear people talk about Temptation Island, I'm like, this is so dumb. I am, I've I've heard it. it's very addictive. I am so hooked on Temptation Island and I need to figure out I'm I'm happy with Evan right now, but I need to figure out how we can get there because for one and one reason alone, I need to talk with the host of Temptation Island. Okay, isn't this one of those things where like you guys could go and you could like and, and you guys could kill it by not being tempted by anyone? Very true. Isn't that a thing? Very true. I have never watched the show. I don't know if I ever I don't think I've seen a couple so far who's actually married who's on the show. It's always oh. like engaged or dating. Like some people have been together for like, you know, 10 years yeah. and some people are like we've been together for 8 months and this isn't working, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but it's true. We could do it. I just, I need to meet the host and I'm so sorry if this man has pulled a Chris Harrison and I'm not aware of this because I know nothing of this show. Maybe he's shitty, but as far as I can tell now, this man is a goddamn host. This man is like a therapist. He is maybe the best host I've ever seen. Wow. He sits the couples down and he digs and he asks all the right questions. He makes everyone cry. And his name is Mark Wahlberg and it's not Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> so go figure. <laughs> Do you think if you had a name like that, you would continue to go by that name or like, would you, I, I personally wouldn't. I mean, I would if I was like, what if your name was Jessica Simpson? I would absolutely keep the name Jessica Simpson if I wasn't in acting because I would love to make like reservations and stuff That's and be like, that was immediately my name my is Jessica Simpson and everyone would be like pulling yeah. out the red carpet for but me. But let's say you were a host. Would you go on a, and use the name no, Jessica abs- Simpson as the host? No, absolutely right, not. Right? Because I'd be like, all that everyone's talking about is the fact that my name is Jessica Simpson. I would Simpson. shorten it and just be like, Jess Simps. <laughs> Jess Simps. I love that. <laughs> it's your new YouTube channel. But or his something. thing is like Mark, and, and he always has, he's a producer, I think, on the show, and it's Mark L. Wahlberg. And I'm like, you dude, it's still Mark Wahlberg. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter if just you have like, the L in it or I not. Shorten it. Like, do like Mark Wall. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Mark Berg. Or Marcus. Marcus yes. Wahlberg. Even though but that's Marcus is so funny. different from Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's a different energy. But Mark Wahlberg kills it. Honestly, I want to get, I just want to be on the show for him to talk to me and like tell me what I need in my life. Yeah. Just, I want him to, I want his opinion about my relationship. I want his opinion about my relationship. Mm. And he kind of, he kind of looks exactly like Chris Harrison, which is also disturbing. But he's just the, as far as I know, awesome version of Chris Harrison. The right version. The good, the 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 angel versus the <laughs> devil. <laughs> Chris Harrison is now Satan, in case you were wondering. And speaking of Chris Harrison, what in reality TV shows? Uh, 
it's been brought to my attention that sources say that Chris Harrison, you know, signed a non-competition contract for like a year or two, but he's saying that he will be putting out a reality dating show as soon as his contract is up. And he says that it will like bring The Bachelor to its knees and like the best revenge is going to be the fact that he will crush <laughs> what, what The Bachelor. What do they say? Like success is the best re- or what yeah, is that? Yeah, success is the, yeah, whatever. I, I, you know, I know whatever is the best revenge. So. Oh my God. <laughs> so CH is going to be out here losing his shit well i i mean honestly you would think that the man would have some good ideas on how to run a reality show i mean he probably has seen ratings wise what works and what doesn't and holy shit what is he gonna do i don't know but i just picture him so like with fire in his eyes (laughs) and i picture him hosting and him being so hyped up on being the host again that he's like really aggressive and wild in his hosting and everyone's just like (laughs) really freaked out he's like i'm back bitches (laughs) please don't start the show that way (laughs) this is your first this is the intro into couples in cabo and you're (laughs) i'm back (laughs) he's like welcome to the rose dating game show it's like the rose dating game show. No, it's, yeah, the, it's the exact same premise as The <laughs> same, Bachelor. The exact same format. And it's just like, it's something about like uh, always anti-Mike Fleiss. He's just like, has like weird symbolism in the background. That's like anti-Mike Fleiss. What if he calls it Game of Roses? Honestly, I think his that best would move be. would be to do political stuff because we literally voted in a reality tv show host as president i think he's got a shot he's he was the host of the biggest reality tv show yeah i feel like if he starts if he really does start his political career i he'll be unstoppable i am when i tell you i am so scared of you know dropping my daughter off at junior high in a few years and looking up on the tv screens that will be you know holograms at that point and chris harrison will be like hello united states of america and i'm Uh just like welcome to my little game oh my god who he's just like always dropping like bachelor things where he's like who will get my final rose and be like you are my secretary of state and i'll be handing out this is going to be the most dramatic year ever (laughs) and you're like pure terror honestly it'll be the nail in the coffin i'm ready for it i'm I'm ready for years of hell to come bring it on what a nightmare you know what in the in right now here's a segue for you this is not a nightmarish season this is not a nightmarish nightmarish season and honestly it's been one of my favorite seasons so far i feel like this is normally where I'm bored. And granted, I will say there were definitely chunks in this episode sure. where I was kind of like, all right, fest. let's move on. I was like, this rose ceremony is taking Blake forever. Again. <laughs> Bring us back, Blake, immediately. We'll get, don't worry, guys. We're going to talk about this. Hey, don't worry. Will I cry? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. And I won't blame you. Do you know that feeling when I heard comedian slash podcaster Rick Glassman, if you haven't checked him out one of my favorite podcasts um he always talks about this and i've never related to something more do you know when you talk about something and it makes you so happy and specifically when like you agree with someone Mm. and your eyes water because you're so happy like you're gonna start crying when you're like in agreeance with someone 
that's how what I feel like is about to happen when we talk about Blake. I mean, the fact that some people, I don't want to get into it. I'm going to get triggered. <laughs> Take deep breaths, cleansing breaths. The fact that some people, this is, the head is in the hands. For those who are not watching, the head is in the hands. Rubbing of the temples. The fact that some people are not happy with him being here on the show for Katie. Hey, what's wrong with all of you? That is what's going to bring me to tears. Now I'm like, wait, I'm going to let my, I'm going to let the tears come. The fact that there are some people that don't want Katie to find true love and happiness. They are sick and you are twisted <laughs> and you are sick people. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Did you not see the twinkle in her eye? Did you not feel the energy between them? And you're going to come out here and talk about the fact that he's been with two other bachelorettes before. Guess what? It wasn't his choice. Claire left him. And it was the COVID times. What else are you supposed to do? Would you leave the season if you finally got on after you quarantined for Would 10 Greg days? Would Greg leave the season? No. Hey, guess what? Greg was supposed to be there. Greg was also supposed to come in and have Claire and Tasha be two bachelorettes. Okay, and you know what? Preach he was sister. on the he was on the grounds of La Quinta, and those producers kicked him off Speak because he was nothing compared to Blake. Say and it. so they brought him in again. Say it. Say it. <gasps> and Greg's gonna hate Blake because he know that knows that Blake won. And you know what? I believe Blake is going to stay calm and cool and collected, and all the other guys are gonna lose their shit, specifically Greg. And y'all are gonna buy. Greg's bullshit about it. And you're going to forget that he was supposed to be on Claire and Tasha's season. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you ever say something about my baby boy <laughs> ever again. My, if, you, if you ever speak to me or my son ever again, you That's will have a thing coming. Honestly, that's how I feel. I was going to say that. I was. I put it in my notes last night. I said, yeah, I, Blake is my son, <laughs> yeah. and I am so proud of him. I, I remember the day that <laughs> I birthed him, and I nursed him for years. <laughs> Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> People give a shit about how long it was, and yet we continued on in this journey, and now here he is, and he is he is thriving. He is soaring. Because this is a good, this is a good man. This is a man who knows oh my daughter, who knows my daughter loves animals just like he does, and make sure that I know that Zabumafu is available on Amazon Prime for her to watch. How? Like this is the this is the type you know this is the type of man we're talking about. How could someone be against this union? <laughs> I don't know. Even if you don't like Blake. How could you be against this union? That's my thing. Listen, I get it. When when Blake was when Blake was on Claire's initially on Claire's season, we gave Blake a lot of shit. Blake did get off vibes Blake, for a minute. Blake, we thought he made some moves that I you know I didn't I, I didn't love. Now there was nothing wrong with them, but it was like oh gosh, it's not for me. It's not my it's not my deal. Da da da. But then this man grew on us every single week, just like his beard. He grew and he grew and he grew. And he grew on us. You're, this is a children's book. He grew and he grew and he grew and he grew some more. And one day he was so grown up that he was a big, strong boy going on Katie season of The Bachelor. And he went what so is that? Oh, that's the, I like you. I love you forever. I like you for always. And that little boy turned into a bigger boy and he grew and he grew and he grew. And then I crawled. And every night I crawled. 
kiddo I crawled crawl, into that crawl bedroom in the, the Hyatt bedroom. and I whispered to him. <laughs> I held him in his big boy bed <laughs> with his galaxy boxers. And I said, this is yours to lose, Blake. I believe in you. And yours to gain. But But honestly, though, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get how... Like, like if you don't like him, fine. Some people Everyone's- just wake up and choose violence and they want the worst for the world. <laughs> and honestly, really, maybe that's maybe that's who you are. And that, you know what? Fine. Maybe you decide that you don't like Blake for whatever reason. I mean, I get, I've, I've decided that, you know, Greg is, is we, we really, scum of the earth. We but- really have unfounded <laughs> claims about how we feel about Greg. And it's just a vibe. And if maybe maybe you have those vibes about Blake, don't understand why you would. No. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Every, to not each, a bad vibe in his body. <laughs> not one bad bone in that man's body. He is a Leo and he is my Aslan and he has a good heart. He is King Richard the Good or I don't know. Yeah. He is, I don't know, whatever. Greg is King John. <laughs> Prince John. I did actually just post a Instagram talking about Katie and Blake and I used So This Is Love from Robin Hood. Interesting. Interesting. And Blake said, love the song choice. So we know that he loves Robin Hood. Also, so we continue to stand. We've been, uh, you know, <laughs> we can neither confirm or deny that we may be getting messages from, um, you know, people, people, people on the show, in the show. Maybe a lead, maybe not. I don't know. know. There was some drama. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this. And, and hey, guess what? You know what? Just so you all know. <laughs> We're going to keep talking about Blake later in this episode. Don't so prepare. That will be half this episode. Prepare yourself that this I, is this is called the Blake Appreciation Podcast now. Yes. And we and honestly. The Chatty Blake. <laughs> and honestly, even if he makes a horrible mistake next week, I, do, I will just continue to just stand without I'm, any. Jess, there is no denying they are perfect for each other. I know. I know. And that's, oh, that, that was my, my, my closing thought yeah, yeah, yeah. in that moment was yeah. even if you don't, if you're not a fan of Blake and you're like, Blake's not my type, I wouldn't date Blake. Cool. I get yeah. that. That's fine. Live your life. Live your life. But you cannot deny. That, I wouldn't date him. That, He's my son. That those, yeah, he, yeah, he is mm-hmm. my child. Uh, that those two together are absolute perfection. He makes her so happy. The level of joy the level of comfort was pretty wild to me. It there was so much uh, home. It was home. Also, she could express herself. He was not going, "Hey, but trying to defend." It was full open. It was just <sighs> It was true love. It was true love. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent. I looked at it and I I told Becca I said I fell in love again. I was like this is why I fell in love with Evan because I had this when I I remember when I met Evan I have this level of comfort with Evan where there was this there was this tingly and flirtatiousness but there was also this comfort and joy and I that's what I felt like I just saw on mm. screen. I hated my boyfriend the first year we were together, but with Katie and Blake <laughs> But maybe if Katie and Blake would have met numerous years ago, they would have hated each other initially and then learned to love each other. Doubt it. She. (laughs) Doubt it. Impossible. Doubt it. No, 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 no. She lit up. I don't know. There was just. When he told her off the cuff. Okay. Question though. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think they've ever met in person before? No. Okay. Because I think the fact that she said, um, the fact that she said we were DMing. Okay. I felt like it was pretty like, okay, okay. that she didn't try to act like they've never spoken before. Okay. And also it's the it was the COVID times when mm. he went on Tasha's season mm. and then she immediately oh, yeah. was on Matt's yeah. season. And what, that was a couple weeks before yeah. then she got cast again. True. So I and he's in Canada. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I, right. You're I, right. I really right. don't think now okay. have they FaceTimed? Maybe. Maybe. But um <clears throat> gonna say don't remember but when when he said i could see us engaged at the end of this Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. felt that she She felt that and she was excited by it and i felt it and i believe everything he says i believe every word that comes out of his mouth me too I'm sorry. How are people going to say, does this, have you seen his Instagram? Does he look like a fucking clout chaser to you? Hey, I'm sorry. Shut hey, the everybody. Fuck up. Guess what? If you haven't been following Blake, I'm going to remind you of my obsession with following him for the past year because my obsession was because this man is the opposite of a clout chaser. <laughs> Me? Clout chaser. I know when I see one. <laughs> him? Not clout Listen, chaser. Listen, if I were to go on the show, I'd be clout chasing my face off afterwards. Yeah. Ads. Ads, ads, free stays, free vacations, free clothes. That would be what I'm doing. This man is out here posting about constantly about worried about wildlife conservation. He's worried about sustainability and he is occasionally selling or not, excuse me, trading some sort of like (laughs) sweater of his and looking for a roommate. Like, I mean, the man uses the man uses uh, Instagram like Craigslist, like yeah. he doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Like he's your, I know he's our son, but he's almost more yeah. like our dad when it yeah, comes to true. social media where that's you're true. like, hey, Blake, um, there's a swipe up link. I know I, you probably don't know about it, but you can you can do it here. And and the, the man doesn't know. He is so not here for the fame. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it no. at all. And when he said to her too, when she's like, well, you've been here for the two bachelorettes. And I, and I get, I think these are, I'm these sorry, are good though. You're really going to say, Claire, you're going to count them as two bachelorettes. No. To me, that is just utter bullshit. No, no, no. Now, when we first met Blake on Claire's season, I remember thinking like, oh, this guy, I yeah, don't know. Sure. But then, listen, you can get vibes from somebody on the show, but you know what matters? Time afterwards. And what we saw was the man who was the opposite of a clout chaser on social media. I mean... He posts once every three weeks or he he used to post like once every three weeks on Instagram and it would be of like him driving with his owl on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. And he'd be like talking to his owl. Yeah. Okay. Like this is this is this is it. This is where and the only thing he'd ever promote was his mom's book. So and that's just a good sign. It's not us. <laughs> it's not our book, though. Unfortunately, No, not it's our book, <laughs> unfortunately. But I mean, ah. It, it's, and the, but that oh that's when he said to her then and she's like hey um you know there were, I'm a little concerned because people are here for the wrong reasons and yeah, now yeah, I know yeah. you were these two bachelorettes great great active conversation yeah. necessary conversation and when he said honestly like I'm more likely to completely embarrass myself by doing this and like I didn't I almost didn't want to I believe that again in my heart me too completely because let's remember minus Mr. Nick Vial when you come back when you return 
to someone's like go on halfway through. Let us not forget Heather last season. Okay. Full embarrassment. Okay. Well, Nick Fial still had to fight it through with the guys yeah, too. You know, it's, to not a, it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy position. But I, I think other than Nick, it's never really been successful. Rebecca Tilly came back from day one and she did pretty well. I feel like the day one, the day oneers are different because they've st- like they've slogged through the mud. Yeah, the first when you, when you're weeks. there the first week and you walk on, they're not set, trying to be the VIP. Everyone's like, hey, yeah. but when you show up, yeah. mid season, it doesn't vibe. go well. It doesn't go well. Most of the time, it's embarrassment. So you know, he's he's he understands, and I believe it. Yeah, I I won't say another word on that. Let's get to the meme. Let, oh, before we get to the meme, let's leave that as a click cliffhanger because we have to take a quick pause. Okay. But Oh, brats. The meme that we posted about Greg. Just poured kombucha all over myself. Oh, um, no. <laughs> the meme that we posted about Greg. We have uh, we have some updates. Before we talk about that meme, I think it's a common knowledge that cooking isn't my favorite pastime. And that goes double when L.A. is in the middle of a heat, heat wave like we currently are. 90 degrees and a hot stove aren't exactly a match made oh, in oh, heaven. No. <laughs> it's those moments when I'm extra obsessed with Daily Harvest, the plant-based food service that makes eating good easier than ever. You said it, sister. Mm -hmm. Daily Harvest delivers tons of options for any meal, any time of day, all built on organic fruits and veggies. Everything takes only minutes to prepare so you can be back outside enjoying the summer sun or making memories with your friends and family in no time. And when I say they have tons of options, I mean it. You've got smoothies and oat bowls for breakfast, flatbreads for lunch, soups and harvest bowls for dinner, and my personal favorite, the plant-based scoops for dessert, which is the perfect summer evening treat. And those are uh, sweetened with maple syrup, which oh, I love. My whole family is absolutely obsessed with the scoops. Currently, the favorite is chocolate midnight fudge, but honestly, they're all incredible. And broads, every single item from Daily Harvest stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to prepare it, which means no matter what your day brings, you're always just a few minutes away from a healthy, delicious meal or snack. Um, and as if that couldn't get any better, Daily Harvest never uh, ever uses preservatives, added sugar, anything artificial. Just good for you recipe ma- recipes made with super fresh ingredients that's it stay cool calm and collected during the summer heat mm-hmm. go to dailyharvest.com slash chatty to get up to $40 off your first box that's dailyharvest.com slash chatty for up to $40 off your first box dailyharvest.com slash chatty uh so broads becoming a mom has changed the way i view well everything but especially and when I say becoming a mom I'm not talking about Blake I'm talking about my daughter Amber Uh, but especially learning watching my daughter's curiosity grow daily is the best feeling in the world and I know not only from having a kid but also from being a kid is that the things that stuck with me the most were things that I got to learn and discover hands-on my daughter is 100% obsessed with KiwiCo the subscription box that lets her learn play and tackle new subjects each month when I say it's her favorite that's not an exaggeration okay if you have little learners of your own in your own or in your life because this is also a good gift uh for the nieces and the nephews mm-hmm. maybe greg's niece would love kiwi co we love kiwi co each month your kiddo will get a crate full of fun science and art projects that help them fully learn and comprehend a new subject and here's the reason i love it most it comes with everything you need to complete the crate no more last minute runs for glue or tape which means you have even more time to bond and learn with your little one and each crate includes one to two larger projects or two to three smaller projects all centered around one theme or subject so your child really develops an understanding of uh the topic mm-hmm. literally 
literally the second my daughter Ember gets her KiwiCo crate delivered, whatever we have going on completely stops. She has to tear into it right away. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. It's educational after all. Uh, the crate uh, the crates are really tailored specifically to each age group, which makes it even more fun for kids of all ages because they can take the reins. Like they have the instructions that are specifically tailored for their age. Ember is able to do it herself. She absolutely loves it. It uh, also fosters so much independence. I sit back, let Ember show me how it's done, watch her confidence grow with each crate. It's been so much fun to watch. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at KiwiCo dot com slash chatty that's k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash chatty okay okay so let's get into the meme so you created a greg meme as you do in perfect form you always you know you create the perfect greg memes i gotta say one thing before you even talk about the sister people were so heated in the comments about it <laughs> oh my god why are these memes mean the greg okay First of all, the it's meme was it's a fucking it's joke. A joke. This is the fucking bachelor. It, it, and also and also a meme is a joke. A meme is a joke. The, the meme was about how he is an actor who's trying to have an acting career. Yes. I mean, that's the cheapest the the easiest Listen, the easiest the, laugh. The, it's, the fact of the matter is this. Is that a hateful meme? I mean, come on. The fact of the matter is this. Becca and I do are we you know, do we like to go hard in the paint? Do we make broad brush broad brush <laughs> broad brioche strokes broad brush strokes sure sure you know why because it's entertainment dude also like we have i'm sorry to, we're just gonna be dramatic it's entertainment okay someone said saying someone's there for their him. acting career is not like that's not like hate no. that's not that's not being like that's not bullying like shut up that's not bullying saying that he's there for his acting career that he's i mean just shut up and also and then people in the comments would be like like they're acting like they like she was there for the right reasons and i'm like no dude i've said this a million times that everyone goes on the show for cloud i'm not just singling out greg like oh my god come on it's a theatrical hatred of greg but also he has really bad vibes so i'm okay, sticking so with this, that no this is the this is this is the truth of the matter truth of the matter is again we broad brush we have fun. We joke around. We do big, you know, or else guess Over what? Over the top. Or else guess what? The podcast would be extremely Oh boring. my God, guys. Do you really want us to come on and be like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't like him. Okay, moving on. Is that no, how, is that no. how you we want us go to hard. talk about people? And, 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 so do you want us to say about Blake? Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Okay, let's. Uh, and, and no, then he's my the child. Day. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's obviously so, theatrical. So with the whole Greg piece, um, do we hate Greg? No, I don't know him. I can't hate <laughs> Becca whispers. Yes, <laughs> but I don't hate anybody. I don't know. First of all, oh, yeah, fact, come on. Like, am fact, I, what am I going to spit in his face if I see him in, in person? Fact, no. Also, I there's I don't really know many people that I really don't like that I even know. Like, please, okay. Right, I don't I don't hate anyone no. in my personal life. But do we get not good vibes from him? Yes. Sorry, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. We don't get good vibes from him. Have there been a number him. of things floating around? Have there yes. been a number of things floating around? Yes. Uh, did he go to a very well-known acting school? Yes. And choose deliberately to omit that from any narrative of himself? Yes. yes, he did. Did all these things kind of fall together as we also were getting bad vibes from week one? Yes. Now, also want to talk address when people say that 
we just don't like him because everyone is simping for him. I'm going to let you know something right now. And this is this is thank for, you. This is for my thank heart to do. all of your hearts. Being somebody who decides to go on a podcast and choose actively to not like the person everyone the fan favorite the fan favorite when I tell you the DMs are a bloodbath and it's not fun. It's not fun. Like we we have chosen we have chosen this podcast to live this podcast. You we know, live again, in our truth. We live in our truth. <laughs> yes. Again, do we go? Do we joke in bigger in hyperbole? Yes. But we committed. Even when people slide into our DMs, we like them. They're nice. Even that we would always be direct and tell you exactly how we feel, and we're not going to pretend to like a fan favorite or not get va- bad vibes. No. The second that Becca and I started to watch the first episode, we didn't even. We see said it. on the cast bios, he seemed dead in his eyes. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't see that everyone was simping for Greg while we were watching the episode we were texting you can read our texts back and forth and we were like i don't know i just get i'm picking up really bad vibes yes and then everyone started to simp and we were like what look dude i'm gonna be straight with you any of the guys that we've come for in the past like ben or greg or any of these guys i'm gonna be completely dead honest if they were dating one of my friends <laughs> like i would be like girl i don't think this is a good idea i'm like i'm like i'm not saying that they're hateful people that they're bad people i'm just saying my vibe i would tell a friend that like i don't know i'm just i'm not really yeah. sure i seem i feel like he might be hiding something i feel like something's off this is just we're just talking to you like we would talk to our friends if they <laughs> if they were dating these people <laughs> It's actually about love. You know, it's, it's about really about, about love. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's the thing. So are we going to go out of our I mean, and there's been fan favorites that we've absolutely simped for so hard. Of course. But of course, right? because we really liked them. Tasha and what's his face? I can't remember his name anymore. Zach. You, I mean, you didn't like Zach for a long time. I didn't. But, but then actually, the he wasn't a fan favorite for a long time. No, no, no. no. No, there's plenty of fan favorites also, that we love. Did you see I, how hard we sim for Ty? Do you remember Tyler Cameron? We called him our Lord and Savior. Yeah. We made an altar to him. Also, I called Zach <laughs> creepy dad, but like I never said that he's like, oh no, I don't know about this guy. I yeah, just thought he no. was weird. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, just thought, I thought he was weird. But that's the thing. And that that's the truth of the matter is that we're not going to just try to be... Uh, what do you think Jess and I are sitting and plan out and be like, I no. think everyone's going to like Greg, so let's do the opposite no, and hate him. No, it's actually really not fun to like to not like the fan favorite because people get really, fun. really, really angry and they send you really, really scary messages. <sighs> oh, I've gotten some scary messages the past couple <laughs> weeks <laughs> from a lot of burner accounts. Let's just say I haven't been checking my DMs do since you think the Bachelor started. All Greg's sister. Okay. So, so let's get into that. <laughs> now that we've defended ourselves, sorry, that might have been very obnoxious, but I just, we wanted to make the lay of the land. I don't like those claims, these claims that are That the claims ridiculous. aren't true. And then also, I'm going to say, I don't, again, I don't personally hate Greg or think he's a terrible person. I don't know him. It's hyperbole. We're making guesses and it's hyperbole. That's all. I just wanted to say that. Okay, great. And it's not solely founded on guesses. I'm just going to throw that out there. So... Katie liked the meme, and then everyone. So the meme that so yeah, so the meme that 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 Becca put out. By the way, if you haven't here, here, here I'll just read the caption of it. Okay, real quick. it's so a photo we're all on the same page. It's a photo of Greg with his head in his hands. Oh yeah, this is when they were calling out Thomas, and, which I have and a lot to say about Thomas. Hand, by the way, shaking his head, 
And the caption was, when the guy next to you is being interrogated about wanting to be The Bachelor and you've got to pretend to be disgusted while hiding your acting career aspirations. That is not a bullying meme. You need to stop if you think that's bullying. You need to you need to take a breath. Okay, but anyway. He hasn't said anything about his acting. <laughs> he hasn't mentioned it. That's the thing. Okay, that's also the thing. This is... We're going to get into it, Thomas. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But... I have a lot of thoughts about the Thomas situation. Me too. Okay, we'll get there. So Katie liked it. Then people in the comments were like, Katie liked it! People were screenshotting. Katie liked this meme and people were screenshotting it and it was was going all over all these big Bachelor accounts. So people were seeing that Katie liked the meme that we had about Greg, which was just, it was a shady meme. Yeah. It was a funny shady meme. Shady is the perfect word for it it was shady yes um katie liked it people started losing their minds now greg's sister commented on the post and she came for katie she didn't come for us actually she might have i didn't she might have she might have she might have also commented about us too i'm not sure should we look it up to see what she said um we can yes but i'll just tell you the synopsis of that she was saying that it was very interesting, disappointing, excuse me, that Katie would like this meme, um, considering that Katie was trying to uh, stand up and say that she didn't like the mean girl vibes from her season. Okay, here. Thank you. Here's the here's the comment. At Katie likes this post, but was such a supporter of removing the toxicity in mean girls when she was on Matt's season. You'd think if those tensions... If you'd think if those intentions were genuine, she'd have just as much of an issue with this post as well. Really disappointed in this. Okay. Hey. (laughs) Hey, here's my thing. If my sibling was on reality TV, would I come out swinging against every person who didn't like them? Of course. You better believe my sister goes on Temptation Island one day. And if people are saying negative things about her, I will be vicious okay so i understand but justice for katie because those two are so not connected oh my god i i I just i can't even and i'm sorry you're gonna call that that particular meme toxic no and mean girlish no No, it's just not it's just categorically not you can call us that if you want to. Sure. That could be true. But like, I'm not saying that, you know, sometimes... Liking that meme is supporting toxicity and mean girl behavior? No. Unless she was saying her supporting us at all. That she's supporting I think she toxicity. said liking this post. She said oh, okay. particularly, she said, you'd think if those... Yeah, you'd think if those intentions were genuine, she'd have just as much of an issue with this post as well. She didn't say with this podcast. She said this post. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. No, that, that post? That's not, that's not. Because it's like, okay, it's one thing if she was talking about the podcast because we have come so hard for Greg. Sure. And again, it's the sister, so I get sure. it. Sure. Um, no, Katie, she's talking about post, Katie specifically liking yeah, this post. she was calling out Katie. And I just want to say justice for Katie because also, was it interesting that she liked the post? Yes. <laughs> but then his sister commented that and then she unliked it. Understandably, the world oh, yeah. was exploding. The world was on fire. Also, you wonder if that's a little producer thing. Being also, like, you unlike. wonder if the producer was seeing that all of a sudden everybody was posting about that she liked that about the fan favorite. And maybe the producer was like, hey, not yet. 
yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay, which brings to another point which you brought up, which was, do we think maybe baby sis or big sis, I don't know who she is actually, is maybe getting a little preemptively defensive about some depiction of her brother? Methinks that perhaps, <laughs> methinks perhaps the sister um, knows that something sour is coming and is getting quite defensive. I'm going to tell you right now what my prediction is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm Speak tripping it. everywhere. Oh, Sorry, no. my coffee. Um, this is my prediction. Preach it to us. Prophetess. Also, by the way, speaking of prediction, um, please stop sending spoilers um, because thank God, knock on wood, I haven't seen any yet, but a bunch of people have sent messages that said like, it said spoiler alert. And if I would have kept swiping, oh, yeah. I would have seen it. Yeah. Um. So thank goodness I didn't. And thank goodness those posts do those spoiler alerts first now. But please just don't send any because I, I really want to stay spoiler free. Um, oh, no, thankfully I haven't gotten any. I got a bunch. Um, okay. This is my prediction. I think it's Greg's to lose. Now that Blake's here, I don't know after seeing that connection. I don't think there's any spoilers out there about Greg that I even know of. Like, I've heard buzzings about spoilers surrounding really? certain people, but, like, I don't even think there's anything out okay. there. Then maybe this I is going to be, be, this is maybe, maybe a, oh, a new idea that I'll throw out. Yeah. Okay. I think that it's Greg's to lose minus Blake's. I know she likes a couple of the other. He, well, he, I should say this too. There's also numerous guys that we haven't gotten to know at all yet. And so there's a chance that there's a sleeper. You know how that works. Sometimes all of a sudden halfway through the season, the Lauren Line Dyke type character sure. comes out. And sure, you're like, sure, Where did sure, that sure, come sure. from? Um, Connor's pretty strong, for instance. That's true. That's true. The chemistry is me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I think, though, that it's still Greg's going to be Greg's to lose. I believe in my... What does that mean? That she Greg's will solution. choose Greg and that it is going to be his He's choice. He's going to botch it. Correct. Okay, got it. I believe deep in my soul that he will get to top two okay. and that he will leave before the final rose. Shit. I, 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 I feel it in my gut. I believe with oh, everything shit. in my gut that he is going to be like... Yes, yes, I love you. We're good. Da, 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 da. And all of a sudden the pressure will be on and one of two things will happen. Either one, he's like, oh my gosh, this is actually too much and I don't think I'm ready to get engaged. Yeah. And he pieces and it's genuine. Or two, he was hoping to be the bachelor perhaps. And it's a and little bit like, like a Maddie. I'm going to pull a Maddie it. and be like, it's just too much and too overwhelming. I still love you, but like, I can't, I can't commit and try to like, you know, pull it off in a kind way which is always tough when you're getting to like the top but like brendan brendan got to what he, he was top three and when he left you had no angst against brendan in your heart because you were like no this man genuinely yeah. is like still conflicted hung up and conflicted yeah. so maybe we'll find out more about greg where he can do that but i believe in he's my gonna walk soul away. that he's gonna walk away and i believe it's that katie is gonna be devastated i sort of have this weird feeling that there's going to be like some sort of outsider involvement with greg's narrative oh okay so like an ex perhaps we I haven't had an ex show up in a while i don't know about like an ex showing up like a, i mean like that a, would be good like a family member like during like hometowns a family Ooh. member maybe like being like this is 
hometowns. Yeah. 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 What if, yeah. What if a family member like slips up and says something even about like being an actor, like doing a one-on-one talk with Katie. Oh, and then it gets, and then they'll be like, wait, he hasn't told you. Yeah. And Katie would be like, why the fuck haven't you told me that like you're an actor? Interesting. Very interesting. Which could be another reason like maybe like. Maybe that's why maybe Katie that's why they, the post. No, I was gonna say maybe that's why Katie kept it. I, that's why ABC kept it out of his bio. Maybe he didn't even ha- hide it in his bio stuff, but he hid it from Katie. Mm. And then that's gonna come out on the season. And okay. so it's gonna be like sort of this big reveal thing. I don't know. It could be. It could be. The thing with Katie, this is now this is then where the only reason that I would like have a question mark with that is that Katie is so reasonable. But what if he's tripping up and being weird about it? That's true. It, he'd have to be being weird because yeah. Katie is one of those people who's so she's so understanding. Yeah. And she's logical. That's like the whole thing with Thomas. Honestly, when the whole thing was starting to go down where it's like before the guy started saying something when he said even in the, the circle of emotions when he was like, hey, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah think anything was really going to come of this and i was you know thinking i would come on and help my platform and yeah. blah 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 like she didn't have a crazy reaction to that she was like yeah and with the bachelor thing with thomas too it's like i don't have a problem with him thinking about the idea of that of course everyone has thought about that it's okay, more yeah. him coming on with not thinking about the love at all and just thinking about okay bachelor. do you want to get into that now is there anything else we want to cover with Oh no! Just I mean to wrap it with with the uh, the meme. So yeah, uh, sister Greg's sister said that Katie then unliked it. Um, I think she might have liked it before. Unliked it before the comment. There's a chance that she unliked it before. People immediately like were commenting she liked it, and then people right underneath it were like she unliked it. So I think like the minute people started blowing up about her liking yeah. it, I think she unliked it. I think it was before the sister's comment. Okay, okay. Well, not that it really matters. Take that as you will. Take that as you will, because I believe in my heart that Katie has been commenting and or liking things that are a little breadcrummy. But then... I know, I feel like Katie can't help but say a little bit she too can't, much. But then right after she liked and unliked that post, like a day later, she liked a tweet that was like complimentary of Greg and people were like, are you no, now trying to throw it off? You're tricky and I love it. Yeah. Like you're, you know, but she gives, but the I girl gives away too much. I think can't, she it, can't, not in the best way, not too much. Yeah. For me. No, no, please keep giving us more. <laughs> um, but no, she can't help it. I love it. I'd be the exact same fucking way. I'd be like, a little like oh, here and there and be like 100 percent little bread remember when you. she came on my live and was giving uh tips on my possum situation you stop that right now i got chills all over remember my legs when she tweeted about this episode and she said this might be my favorite episode yet about this one with blake coming on and the fact of the matter is this let's be honest uh, a chunk of the episode was kind of a snooze. Yeah, definitely. So when she said this is so her favorite like, episode, I'm like, oh, was Thomas your so favorite part like, of the episode? What's your favorite part of the episode? Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Do you want to get into, do you want to just talk about the Thomas stuff? Yeah, let's get into the Thomas okay. stuff. Give me your thoughts okay. on the whole situation. Because I think we might disagree a little bit on the Thomas stuff. Okay. Um, I still believe that Thomas is slimy. I believe 
there's no way that he's not going to be on Paradise. Obviously, he's going on Paradise. Obvio. Um, I think we'll find out more about him. The question will be, will he become a slimier character in Paradise? Or will he have a crystal Chris Randone redemption arc where then ever he becomes beloved by people if he like, you know, whatever. But I think he's I think he's slimy. I also think he he threw that comment in during the rose ceremony where he's like, the men don't like me because I know how to talk and I can't help that I know how to do that. And it's something I'm good at. And so you're like, okay, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I didn't like the way that he I did not like the way that the men handled the situation no. at all. Okay. Yeah. Like I I was like I was so I was so team Andrew S on this episode. I was like chanting Andrew S's name. How Andrew S was just like stop getting involved. Just stop. I I get that, but then I was also a little confused on like Andrew S was really getting tweaked about it. He's like, "This is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That was I was like, "What?" I feel like the reason Andrew S got tweaked is kind of just like the getting like cornered situation, like because he was completely alone and and let's be real. When Andrew S. initially... Oh, you think like he was worried about being the only one that opposed Trey yes, talking to I, her? I, I'm thinking because he was... When they had the initial conversation yeah. on uh, during the, the nighttime portion of the group date, when he initially was like, hey, uh, why, let, why bring up yeah. the Thomas yeah. thing? And all the guys kind of jumped on him. Mm. My thought... And then, and then, by the way, Trey got the rose. Yeah, and then and he's panicking. Like, this is going like, to reflect so badly on right, me. Right, now it's like, okay, they're okay. going to get Thomas out. Am I next? Yeah, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Because so far, the men have unionized and gotten out every person that they don't like. They got Cody out. That was mostly Aaron, but they got Cody out. They got Carl out. And now they got Thomas out. They're good at this. So they're so good at this. They've realized that being a united front is important and it works. Take notes, future contestants. Take big time notes and now andrew s might be they might have an eye out for sure okay that makes that makes actually yep that makes a lot more sense i thought he was con yes you thought he was what no no no. i just was confused i thought he thought it was just i was confused why he was so heated about like trey talking to her about thomas because i was just like why is he getting so upset? Like, does he have something to hide? Like, I was just kind of confused on that. But yeah. I think that makes sense of him being worried about the only one who is opposed to it. And yeah. then everyone turning and on I him. And I think the defensiveness also, too, came from the reaction that he got at the nighttime portion of the group date when he just said, why are we still talking about yeah. this guy? She told us to trust her judgment. She's And he kept saying, he's like, she's going to be good. She, she, she knows. She's fine. Yeah. And they all like we're like oh so you don't have her best intention and kind of came for him so i think you know when you get cornered like that then all of a sudden some some people i'm like this you corner me i all of a sudden double down in my beliefs where then yeah. i'm like no i you know whatever yeah um but well and also like i just think them coming for him so hard about him admit the way they sp- okay this is what frustrated me the way that they all spun it to katie was like it was like a sneaky thing about they found out that he wanted to be The Bachelor instead of which he clarified to Katie when they had their one-on-one talk. 
Thomas clarified being like, they asked me, have you ever considered being The Bachelor? Yes. And I answered honestly. Yes. And I said like, yes, it had come to mind. And that was kind of weird to me that Katie reacted in that situation just being like, there are men in there. She said like, there are men in there, you know, who have never once considered that, which I think is true. But I'm also like, wait, girl, you're telling me that you never once thought about the possibility of being the bachelorette? Like, Everybody thinks about it. So th- that's There's why no I, way. I was kind of like, that seems like a little bit like hypocritical is a strong word, but that seems like a little bit silly to me to pass such a judgment on him for him just answering honestly, like, yes. In fact, I think it would be so much more of a red flag if they were like, have you ever considered being the bachelor? And he was just like, no. Yeah, I, I like that's, well because any personally for me, anytime on the show when anyone is super like adamant about how they've never considered that, I'm always like, I don't trust you at all uh, anymore. Totally. Because everybody's thought about it. I'm sorry, and that's the thing though, and that that that's the thing with Katie where I'm like, I feel like Katie's super reasonable. Where she kept saying, even when she was talking to like Caitlyn and Tasha, where she's like, I don't have a problem with it. Uh-huh. Everybody like you're uh-huh. all thinking about that. It's it's the going in with with love not even really being on the table. That's my concern. Which I guess like I, I feel like that he wasn't saying that. I I didn't I didn't think that either. But then I feel like the way that then the men, because all the men kept saying too. Even like Connor Connor B. Was oh, like I know Connor that, B. Was heated. Connor was just like I liked Thomas and I. But then. Thomas I don't trust Thomas anymore so I feel like there's obviously something going on behind the scenes when like all the guys are saying like I liked Thomas but now Thomas has been spinning all these different narratives and you hear the way that he talks to Katie where you're like what are you saying yeah you won't answer a question like you're obviously shady and hiding something also by the way you know I found out that he's six six so holy shit this is a this is a tall beast of a man holy fuck who i could not is tell that so hot and now the idea of all these guys like yelling at him and him kind of just like standing over all these guys being like well i've considered being the bachelor <laughs> just makes the whole scenario funnier to me yeah he's a, he is like a handsome big guy like he's an he's an intimidating i'm sure for the men well i just didn't i don't like the whole narrative circulating around this whole bachelor thing and and if that was the most that they had to say about him it's kind of like guys leave it the fuck alone like this is ridiculous i know you don't like him but that's about it you know what it reminded me of on pete's season with um what's her name what's her face uh alaya Reminded me of the Alea situation. Yep, like they don't like, like Alea. I know she's annoying. I know she might have like kind of shady vibes. Yep. She's yep. a pageant girl, whatever. It's all a lot of show and she might be kind of fakey fake. But the girl hasn't done anything wrong. Big. For Pete's sake. Totally. <laughs> the, a great. <laughs> oh my. A great comparison. Totally Alea. 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 Um, you know, I heard Nick briefly. I heard a clip from his podcast talking about Thomas from this episode and Nick was saying he's like I met Thomas okay Mm. he's like let me say this about him he talks a lot he's like he I'm not saying that he's not shady and didn't have like weird vibes yeah it wasn't high he's like but he was like justice for Thomas and the fact that like everything these people like all the guys were saying he's like it was too much like it's not 
blown out of proportion. It was completely blown out of proportion. Again, like the Alea thing, mm-hmm. where it's like nothing to talk to the lead about. Mm-hmm. Not no no reason to be causing a union to get someone out, right? Versus like I was very much in support of the Carl union because this man was getting was was straight up lying he was straight up lying and causing like drama from like and here's the thing carl's drama wasn't about carl he was putting it on all the other people saying there are all these guys out here for the wrong reasons thomas isn't saying anything negative about any anybody else and look as even for all the shit we've been giving greg if all the men unionized against him right now would i take delight in it yes (laughs) would i think it was just no and no, we would be like, this not. isn't fair. Of like, course do not. I, is Thomas my favorite person on the show? Heck no. It's, and the dude has, does have red flags, but like. Completely. And yeah, I feel the same exact way with Greg. If all of a sudden, let's just say. The men are know, like, he's fake. Yeah. Let's just say one of the guys found out, you know, Connor, Connor B found out that uh, Greg go, went to acting school. Yeah. Like what we found out. Sure. And he starts telling all the guys in the in the place that greg went to acting school and then they confront greg about it and, and greg goes c- yeah and then they start telling katie about it listen it's like no no it's not okay i'd be like no you need to stop if greg wants to tell katie that now you know i, I know you want the lead to not be blindsided sure. but at the end of the day there's still the bachelor thing was like <laughs> he wasn't like trying to i don't know yeah, he was he, he he said it He told, here's the, in the circle of emotion, he said in front of Katie to her face and all the guys or half of the guys saw it. He specifically said to her that, are you looking for your phone? You threw it, right? No, I picked it up though. Oh, you chucked it when we were talking about Blake (laughs) or Greg. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's like he told Katie to her face that he initially did, wasn't on there for her. Yes. And he was on there for the platform. So he's already said this to her. Katie is aware. Yes. So now you're just really driving it home by specifically saying The Bachelor. But she already knows, which is why I was in support of Andrew S. When Andrew S. was like, she, we, she told us to just trust her. Like, she knows she's got this. Yeah. She's aware. And cut to the week before, by the way, where she had the sit down with Thomas and he panicked and then interrupted Aaron. And she was not vibing on Thomas. She did no. not give Thomas the rose. She got a little bit like, ooh, flustered with Thomas again, but was still like, eh, I don't know. I believe Katie would have figured it out. I think so too. But so with their talk and then after, you know, all the guys are getting all upset about it, their whole cocktail thing. What did you think about... This is the narrative, by the way. We could we could literally go step by step through this through the episode, but the fact of the matter is, this narrative went in and out and in and yeah, out yeah, of yeah. every this is single just one moment line. Yes, of, was, of yes. the whole episode. This this was the main storyline of the episode. Wonder why did Katie say it was her favorite episode? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. There's only a couple other elements of the episode that were major, mm-hmm. and it rhymes with flake. But that he is not. No. <laughs> No. He shows up when you need him to. <laughs> okay. What did you think, though, about how she sent him home at the rose ceremony? Okay. Okay. Because this was very, like, I was like, what this the was out fuck? of This was out of left field. 
And it also made me go, what are we not, what are we missing? Because again, Katie is really reasonable. Do you think maybe the girls just hyped her up and the guys hyped her up? I think it's just that. I don't believe there's anything concrete or they would have shown it. Probably. Unless again, they're going to try to give him a certain narrative on BIP. Yeah, but I mean, and they're trying even, to like craft, but they, but, but even they, Chris Randone and Crystal and all yeah. those people got their own like redemption it arc, must have even been, though they look horrible. She's behind the scenes with producers, uh, Caitlin and Tasha are like a go get them girl, like you tell them what's up. Uh, I saw people comparing it to the Hannah Brown moment. Remember when she moved the podium? <laughs> from Luke on with the final four remember like and he was like please talk to me and she like kept moving the thing past and was like leave leave now like it was that in yeah. that that powerful moment but the Luke but the Luke situation was so very, different very, in the moment yeah, very that's where different. I was like wait whoa 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 yeah. whoa what was this whole like your bachelor know. audition ends tonight what I also the other thing I was thinking about truly was just pure absolute exhaustion. Yeah. So when the guys, when the, they can't find Thomas and Katie and they're all sitting at the cocktail party and Thomas comes back and is like, hey, guys, I didn't want to, uh, you know, interrupt. And I figured I'd talk to Katie so that you guys didn't have to deal with, you know, me interrupting cocktail party. And Christian goes, it's midnight, dude. So... By the time Katie showed up to the cocktail party to hang with numerous of the guys, she had been talking with Thomas for forever and it was already midnight. So by the time the rose ceremony, Blake tweeted that when Katie showed up at his door, it was five in the morning. That's why he was sleeping. Yeah, duh. So this is probably three or four in the morning. And part of me is just like, she's been... It's been just she's fucking over it. She's yeah. exhausted. She's been talking to to Thomas. And I'm now sure beforehand. actually we probably didn't see a lot of conversations with her with other guys at the cocktail party who are probably hyping her up about Thomas. Well, she said too, right? Remember she said in the ITM she was like ever minus minus Michael, sweet Michael who just made it about the respite her. of the night. Honestly, thank just, God. We oh, Michael, we see you. We love you. Um, minus Michael, she was like every single guy. All they want to talk about is fucking Thomas. Which, for me, my petty ass would be like, I'm going to punish all of you and I'm keeping this guy the next week. Why don't you shut the fuck up about the other guys and why don't you focus on me? Okay? So how do I keep him around so you guys can show some self-control and act like big boys? For real. I'm like, what is Thomas doing to hurt you? If if he's hurting anybody, he's hurting me. Yeah. So I'm telling you to, to fucking chill and just... Ask me about who I am. Yeah, don't give me this white knight bullshit, no, Trey, blah, about blah, how blah, you have blah, to... Blah, I mean, I, I I do like Trey. I so. love Trey. I think, again, I think that what we're seeing right Trey now... Trey wasn't too bad in his presentation of it to her either. No, he wasn't trying to make Thomas sound like a terrible person, I <sighs> yeah. don't think. Um, I also just fucking loved Trey throughout the rest of the episode with, like, the truth or dare. Him and Christian, their friendship... De- I'm devastated Christian's gone. <sighs> Because I loved their like little friendship when Christian's fucking waxing his ass. Oh, we'll talk like, about that group date because I really liked it. It was we'll so fun. It. But um, uh, yeah, I I am like, <sighs> I love Trey. I get, I, I feel. Was that the whole episode was just their group date and the rose ceremony? Correct. And Blake showing well, up. Well, and Blake, but. That's it. God damn. I know it was the Thomas show. (laughs) Now, I believe in my in my heart. I think this group of men, they're amazing. I do too. I love these guys so much. You can see their little camaraderie, and it's really cute. I love them, and I feel like any problem that I have with any of them is me being super nitpicky because it's like 
you know, again, for entertainment to talk about something. So you got to hone in on that shit. But I do believe a lot of like the frustration with Thomas does come from just the grind, right? It's the yeah. typical producer You're stuck in the late house, night you can't fucking talk you can't he won't shut up and like nick said he's super he won't stop talking so he probably is non-stop talking you know he's also non-stop talking about himself and probably like little motivational advice and things like that you know and like, like he said he's like the guys are jealous because they don't know how to talk like me he's also a very well to do real estate agent who i guess does really well you know he just is always talking about how much money he probably has and telling all the guys what to do. He's probably giving so them business fucking advice annoying. when they're not asking yeah, for it. Yeah, they probably feel really thing. belittled by him all the time. Yeah. And he's just that guy. So yeah. you're just like, dude, get him out. So yeah. Any chance of that guy being yeah. out is just like, get him the fuck out of here. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I really do. I love all the guys. Minus my nervousness about Greg, I love all the guys. I'm trying to think if there's any others I have a supreme distaste for, and I don't really think so. And even like, like one of my my maybe minus of course our son Blake. Uh, my favorite moment in the whole episode was when when Aaron goes, "Don't yell at me." It was like my favorite when Andrew like raised his voice for a second. And, and, and Aaron, no, Aaron, like, don't yell at me. No. I, don't disrespect me. I wrote this down. Eric goes, what is he saying? He's going, be respectful. Be respectful. Because, at it, Andrew. because it hurt his feelings. Like you could tell. He's so sensitive. He's yeah, so yeah, sensitive. Yeah, the yeah. way that like he was, he loved, like, you know, like he loves Andrew and he's like, we're friends. And then Andrew raised his voice at him and it like really like, hurt hey. him. Hey, don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. Love Aaron. I know he causes drama. I fucking love be, him. Be respectful. Be respectful. I don't even really have a huge problem with Thomas. That's he, what I'm saying. Like I, Aaron's I like, like someone who would probably break into tears if someone said anything mean about his mom today. Like, oh my god, one thousand percent. He would just be like, that, <laughs> that really hurts, bro. Like, there's a she line. Me. <laughs> there's a line, and you just like, I don't know if I can talk anymore, dude. Oh man, you know if you're in a relationship with him, he would be the worst when it comes to the arguments because he would just like he would be so sensitive. So sensitive. I think he's such a sweet guy though. I love him so much. I really hope he's in paradise. I, I would be surprised if he wasn't because he is so I enjoy watching him too. I enjoy watching him again. He was he was coming this week again with the analogies. He compared oh my God. Thomas to fucking climate change. He was like, he's on an iceberg, the climate change is shifting, it's melting. <laughs> The tides are rising, and it's like you called him a cancer so again. I, that might have been a voice. That might have been a voiceover. I was wondering too. Like, did he call him a cancer again, or was the? I think they were playing the clip. I'm pretty sure they were doing a, a voiceover. Could you, you know, I could kind of see together, and I don't know why this is so out of left field, but I could. I feel like I could see Aaron and Demi together. I feel like they would be wrecking balls together, but like kind of in the most fun way. Like, I don't know if that relationship would work, but it would be wild and That's it would be fun. That's interesting. Because they're both super, like, over the top and, like, dramatic, but fun. I think fun. they could be besties. Right? I could see that. I don't know about a couple, but... I just picture them, like I said, not a couple that works, but, like, a couple just, you know, kind of coming for everyone on the beach. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. I just feel this in my soul. Them just being like, hey, they're next. 
and then just like talking shit about them or whatever. Is Demi gonna be in paradise again? I have no idea. I don't want to see anyone that's not in the past two years. And I know we're going to be seeing so many people from like the past six years. I've, I sent you, I know <sighs> numerous people, right? Um, it's going to be huge broads. Like this, this paradise is jumbo size. Like they, that they, you know, kind of joked about it being gigantic. It's going to be absolutely gigantic. I don't want to see anyone pre Hannah Brown season. That is feels like decades ago. We're going to see people. We're going to see a lot. We're going to see so many people. There's a lot of like past like sh- like I was I'm shook by the cast list. At least the ones that I know of. Good lord in heaven. You know who I think is going to have a sleeper moment on this season? Um, um who I predict in about two episodes is going to have a one-on-one and is going to really rise to the top is Justin. Yeah. He hasn't had a moment yet, which I think is interesting aside from all his facial expressions, which I do love, but love. I think that it'll be like about two episodes and he, he he's going to have a one-on-one. He's going to have a one-on-one and then it's going to be like, Oh yeah. I mean, you know that I'm highly attracted to Justin. I'm really hoping that we get to know him a little bit because we really don't. And I do enjoy watching his facial expressions. You know who I really do want to get to know, too, who I have like a massive crush on is Courtney. Oh, yeah. Courtney's still there. And I really I mean, when we it was the top of the episode with him talking to Thomas while he's just casually lifting weights. I like his energy a lot. And we said that from the top. Like I, I liked his, his vibe. I'm like, I don't know anyone else who can pull off a cunnilingus joke. The way that so he was well. on that platform shirtless, just like in kind of this meditative. He's like the desert <laughs> is behind him. He's on this platform just alone lifting <gasps> weights. And Thomas comes up to him and the way he just handles Thomas and the way he so, talked about it in the interview, too. Yeah, it was like he was honest with Thomas. He didn't pretend to be his best friend, but he also was like mellow with him. He's not caught up in the drama, but he's straightforward. You know, he's like, yeah. I don't, I'm not really about this guy. And he is hot, hot, hot. He, he's got great. He's got major sexy energy. I like him. Who do you think he'll be with in Paradise? Mm. I hope he goes on Paradise. There are so many good guys know, on the yeah. season that I really want to see on Paradise. Yeah, I like his. I like really like. There are his so vibe. many good guys on Tasha's season that I want to see on Paradise. We've had some really good, and then Matt's. Ugh, I don't know. That's why, I, like you were saying, I do wish they weren't bringing people from the past. There are so many good people that we want to get the past to know couple episodes or the past couple seasons that like. But there's some solid fan favorites, you know, from the past. Do you know who I have not seen who's been like really active on social media, which makes me very much assume she's not on the beach right now because they have been filming and I'm devastated. Devastated is Victoria Fuller. I knew you were going to say her name. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Dude. Hey, VIP, what a waste. Maybe she didn't want to go on. I could see her not doing that because she seems like she's going so... well, doing well, like on Instagram. She's, yeah. I think she could just be like, this shit is bullshit. Yeah. She's definitely, she's already dated Chris, you know, she's, uh, she's already like, has like the type of, she has like the type of energy that's like, I'm not doing this again after like the shit show that was her getting just. Demolished. Did she break up with Chris before Nick got with his girlfriend? Big smirks. Um, uh, I think Nick's Nick had been with his girlfriend for a while. I think, I think been, like in the talking. I stage. think it was cro- I think it was a crossover 
between the two. I always thought that those two always were wondered. I didn't see them in a relationship, but I wondered if they hooked up ever. She, I just feel like he, she is so his type, and like he is so her type. I just think that they're probably a little too volatile to be in a relationship together. Probably that I don't think that would be a particularly healthy relationship. Mm, yeah, but I was wondering if they ever hooked up. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Me neither. Sorry, that, Nick. So that's, that's a hot. <laughs> That's a hot vibe. Uh, I'm, anyway. But I'm absolutely devastated. With, because, with all respect. Because honestly, honestly, what a waste. Because Victoria Fuller walking on that beach would have been a bombshell. Everyone would be quaking. Well, and Pete's going to be on it, isn't he? I don't know. I think he will be. I haven't seen any confirmation of that, but I've heard Kelly the rumblings. I heard that... Er, Do you think Maddie will be? I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There are so many. I have. I don't know. All right. But but Victoria Fuller not being on is a waste because that is the potential of so much drama. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I still to this day believe that she is the most beautiful woman that has like potentially ever been on our Bachelor screens. And I feel like her in paradise, everyone would be shaking. Shaking. And I feel like her and Noah would have like, I don't know. I would have loved to have seen that. I just feel like they would have had crazy chemistry. And she's a Christian now. She's she she did a whole thing where she like what did an interview they and said like she's two. not gonna have sex before marriage anymore. Like she is like Oh, that would have been a great again. storyline on Paradise. Right. And I feel like her and Noah like really would have like ooh, I feel like that chemistry would have been wild they would have had difficulty remaining uh absent for the lord yes they would have now what about this this would have even been a wilder storyline <laughs> what if her and mike connected mike the virgin oh my god and he just would not be like he would be so oh, oh it would just it would be i Maybe she is going to come on like a, she like maybe she's going to be one of those people that comes on like week five. And maybe you know? they've been like really, really sneaky, sneaky. And like maybe she's been having a friend post stuff for her or something like that. Oh my God, I should put tabs on her Instagram. I hope so. I hope so. I hope Ooh, so. Oh, that'd be so, so good. Also, everyone's been talking about, about Mike and Maddie. Oh, and yeah. I'm like that That's, totally makes that sense. That seems obvious. Oh, I could see it. And I, I could, might have to ship it. I would might I might have to ship Mike and Maddie and I might have to ship Victoria and Noah. I love these Christian couples. <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> so wholesome. <laughs> um, okay, before we get into Brods, I had a thought recently with everything opening up again, bars, restaurants, gyms, you know, all the things I had spent the last 18 months missing. I actually got so overwhelmed with the thought of re-frequenting these places. I swear I had a whole afternoon going back and forth trying to figure out how these experiences that I'd missed so much could bring so much dread now, like all the social anxiety. But you know what? That's that's normal. And honestly, after the year we had collectively, pretty much anything you're feeling is normal. And it's more important than ever to have someone qualified to listen to you and walk you through everything you're feeling and experiencing right now. Talkspace has made it more convenient than ever to get the help and support you need. The whole thing's done online and it's tailored completely to your schedule. And through their online app, you'll be matched with one of their expert therapists that specialize in dozens of different areas, including anxiety, depression, relationship issues, and so many more areas. Then you're going to be able to send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist right from the app. 
and you can even schedule live video sessions with your therapist. Mm-hmm. And broads, if you've ever tried to get mental health help before, then you know the cost can be downright oh my God, outrageous. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that is the reason that they uh, can't access the help that they need, which is terrible. Listen, Talkspace wants everyone to be able to get help and support, which is why their services cost a fraction of traditional in-person therapy. Yeah. Start feeling better with a single message match with with match with a licensed therapist when you go to talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code chatty. That's $100 off when you use code chatty at talkspace.com. Rods, we can't all live in a breezy seaside escape. In fact, if you live in a big city, there's a good chance your outdoor area is filled with the sounds of a busy highway or your neighbor's TV. And yes, I'm speaking from experience here. But with a little help from Article and a little bit of imagination, any outdoor space can be transformed into the summertime seaside retreat of your dreams. If you don't believe me, you have to check out Article's newest collection for yourself, full of natural materials with pops of bold blues and yellows. Really, even the least inspiring of outdoor spaces can be turned into something you love with Article. Article is the fastest, easiest, and most reasonably priced way to make your space beautiful. They combine the curation of a boutique furniture store with the ease of online shopping so you don't have to dread furniture shopping anymore. And it's okay, you can admit it, furniture shopping is typically kind of a drag. Between the crazy wait times, the wildly high prices, and the overabundance of options, it's not exactly an enjoyable task, but with, and it can be really overwhelming for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They're like, I don't even know how to start. But with Article, that's all changed. Article's team focuses on just a few curated design aesthetics, which makes picking out pieces that go together super easy and everything that's in stock ships quickly for free on orders of over $999 and the prices brats. Wow. No middlemen and no showrooms means you're saving up to 30% over traditional retail prices and not compromising on any of the quality. They have great quality stuff at Article. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty. You're going to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Um. Yeah. So let's see. We talked Thomas, which was basically the main part. Um, before we talk about our absolute god of a man, should we talk about that group date that was so fun? Yes. I loved this group date, although it was literally an exact copy of Tasha's Claire's. It was Tasha's. It was Tasha's. It was the exact, exact copy. All the way down to the spicy proposal. The spicy proposal. The only difference was they had uh, when they, they made the guys eat, it was like bugs and shit and instead gross stuff. Just instead large of amounts. Highly caloric foods, which I, when I tell you I was screaming when they lifted the top off and I saw all those Twinkies and the guys were just like, bro, I, oh, do you know how much work I put into this? I'm, do, I'm, ta- I'm doing keto right now, bro. Like say I haven't eaten carbs in 10 years. I was like, oh my God. I, I'm i like, bring me on this, bring me on this damn show. The le- the swiftness of which I could have eat that plate of Twinkies oh or that God. entire cake. I don't think I could eat one Twinkie. Girl, you're talking to the, um, the pie eating contest winner for like three years in a row at my school. Really? Yeah. I can shovel it when I need to. A, a, a sweet hot dog eating contest type oh, stuff. Oh, that's me. That's all you can me. You do that? Yes, I yeah. love hot dogs. I, I, love, I love hot dogs too, but I can't eat it quick. 
but a yeah, cake. Yeah, no, that's disgusting. A Twinkie. I mean, the, 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 I, I can just pop, 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 only in America would you try to see how many hot dogs someone could eat in five minutes. That's true. We just love to waste. And you, <laughs> and you washed it right when people they what they have. Oh, to, they dip it in the water. Yeah, no, I can't talk about that. The water <laughs> dip makes me feel really sick. <laughs> Imagine. Di- <laughs> Imagine dipping a hot dog bun in water and then, sh- oh my God, I can't. Oh my God, if you don't have a gag reflex, like that is. I feel like the older I get, it. the more visceral, like talking about yeah. these sort of things. Does it make you like way more nauseous hey, than maybe like 10 years ago? Hey, wet food? I can't handle it. No, we've no, already talked about I, this. That's just, no. I feel so sick. I know. I feel when you s- have to stick your hand down the garbage disposal. No, you know. <laughs> You know what is the worst thing? What? Is on the side of the sink that catches stuff that things get like because they can't go all the way through because the holes are too small. Do you know what I'm talking about? Of course I do. Okay. And now if some idiot decides to wash the dish, aka I love you, Evan, but for the love of God, please stop. There's a garbage disposal on one side for a reason. It's, it's right. It's literally right there. Why are you washing the dish with the food on it on the other side? Just move it two inches. Now, I've lived in a couple houses that don't have garbage disposals. And when I tell you that is rough. Oh, man. Like if I had to choose between dishwasher and garbage disposal, I'd pick garbage dip- disposal. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be real. I do put a lot of food into the trash. I though. do, too. But there's like, the little. It's those little bitty bits. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, I don't do well with a sponge. Oh, makes me feel so sick. Anywho. Or even soapy water. Like for people who fill, like instead of washing an individual dish when you fill up a tub. Oh my God, Jess, did you ever? My mom does that. It's disgusting. Do you remember at summer camp where they'd have a slop bucket on each table where everyone would put all, would scrape all of their leftovers into the bucket? I'm starting to like actually like have uh like you know when the acid is coming up your mm-hmm. throat burning yeah you get you yeah. Start, or you start getting a little cramp under your chin uh huh did they have that at summer yeah, camp yeah, yeah the bucket yeah. The, like, yeah. and it would be yeah. like a leftover bleach yeah. bucket you know and, and everyone would be, it'd be milk and it'd be it'd be bread and it'd be corn I kind of have like a final destination brain a little bit like um where every moment of every day is me looking around at things being like, oh, what if that happened about everything? Mm-hmm. Like anytime I yeah, walk yeah. under a bridge, even if I'm having an active fun conversation with my friends, I'm like, oh, this is going to fall on me. Like I, that's just my brain is like that all the time. Constant paranoia. And when I would see every time I see or think about that bucket, I would walk by it and I would just have like a vision of myself having to chug it. Like that's what my brain goes, and then I, yeah, I, it's whole. This is, ooh, man. I think I about that with porta potties. I always think like, what if someone tipped it over? Oh yeah. I think about it like bursting. I think when I'm, whenever I'm on it, I'm like, oh, it's gonna. Also, one time I was on a missions trip, and a bat flew up one of them, and so I always think about like getting oh like, my a bat god flying my ass. I also think like, what if we were in some crazy situation where for some reason I was suddenly, someone was coming after me and what if I had to hide in the porta potty in order to survive? Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. But in that your adrenaline is outweighing the horror of the porta potty for sure. It's if someone's chasing you, you know. With the thought of it. Yeah. Thinking about being chased is... That's not a top, that's a top 10 fear for me. I don't like when people chase me. I don't like tag. I've never liked being like 
like that. I don't. I like, like that the at fear all. of it for sure. Like we used to turn off the lights and we'd make my dad like dress up really scary, my like God. with like a hood and stuff, and would chase <laughs> us around shit. the house. And That's, we'd literally be, and we'd have flashlights. We'd like play that in the house where all the kids would have flashlights. My dad would be like hiding behind closet doors, and I'm gonna be like, ah, and we'd be like literally like about to piss our pants. Just be like. Ah. That is it was so terrifying. So fun. But also, I do love like Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. So I would imagine it's I like probably that, would enjoy but with that. your dad in your own home. <laughs> it was really fun. We'd always beg my dad to do it. We'd have friends over. Yeah. And I we'd be like, like you'd be like so scared. You'd like turn around and run into a wall, you know, and then we'd have to flip the lights on, you know, and be like, like is everyone okay? Oh, oh, take a quick breather. Just like, it's not, not real. It's not real. It's not real. We're all nine. Just like running into doors, getting concussions. That's actually really fun. Anywho, um, so this date uh, and the disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. no, they didn't have any wet food. The so eating... I would have eaten all of it. Yeah. I would have pasta. Been. That was my dream. Are you kidding me? My fantasy when oh. they were shoveling the, that spaghetti into the mouth. Oh yeah, Greg got the Alfredo. Connor got a chocolate Although cake, which sounds great to hot. me. Oh, it's it might have been hot. Alfredo or shoveling Alfredo. Cold. No, but the I mean, that, I no, no, no. I mean, the outdoors was probably hot, oh. and shoveling just pounds of pasta into your yeah. mouth, Alfredo. It's yeah. like milky, and it's all it's hot like outside. Coagulating or like what? That's nasty. Anyway, um, eating. Talking into the ear. Okay. Now, I wish I, 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 while I'm team Andrew, I'm also team Trey. He needs to stop with the accent. Someone tell him to stop. I loved Andrew during this episode because of the whole, I supported him with the Thomas yeah. thing. When he, dude, it's nonstop. It's annoying. It's nonstop. And then he proposed with the accent I too. know. And before he did the proposal, I was like, please don't tell me he's going to do with the accent. And he did. It's like, like Andrew, stop. stop. It's not. The second that he. We're not in junior high. The second that he sits with Katie and is alone with her, it's like a different person. Like, like it's like Andrew kind of almost puts on this like literal accent. And like acts a certain way. And then when he's sitting alone with Katie, he's like so vulnerable and such a sweetheart. And he's yeah. so precious. But the accent thing, it needs to stop. It needs to stop. It's now, so annoying. Katie, when he whispered in the ear with the accent and all the girls were getting hot and bothered, like they all seemed to like it. I would have been like, oh, no. I forgot temporarily that it wasn't his real accent. Like, I don't know why. I just sort of. And then I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I was like, oh, I know he's doing this stupid British thing. I liked what he was saying. Me too. It was really good. It was hot and it was also funny. And it was like, I'm like, if you were. And it wasn't too far. It you wasn't know? too far, but it was sexy. I'm like, if you were saying this minus the accent, it would have been like 10 out of 10. Why are you going to do the accent? Why are you going to do the accent? Now, on the flip side of the 10 out of 10 was the Greg whispering situation. Well, he was also doing a weird accent. <laughs> It was like, I don't know. Hey, girl. Like, axe murderer? Was that the accent? I mean, I don't know. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you all 50 states. But it was like, sort of this, like, I'm going to bend you over and show you all 50 states. He's like, have you ever heard? It was kind of like this weird, almost like country accent. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. And Florida. Florida's long. It's like, oh, God. It was. I'm going to bend you over and show you all 50 states. <laughs> That's the last words you hear before you die. That's horrifying. <laughs> that is a truly and he was horrifying. And he's like, I'm you New York and New Jersey. I was like, what are you talking about? No, I have no idea what he was talking about. 
I have no idea. I also just don't even know the preface of I'm going to bend you over and show you all 50 states. Granted, like, if you really didn't think that they could hear it, then you're just goofing off with your buddies and being stupid. That's very true. So that's very true. You're just and being he, dumb. And he did check beforehand to see and they were like, no, I can't hear you. Yeah. I mean, then you're just giggling with when your friends she, When Katie stupid. goes, how's Florida? And he was like, oh, like that was actually really funny. I mean, can you imagine what me and you would do? We would be like, oh, baby. I'm, yeah. I mean, you could be oh, stupid. If, if, if they said that they couldn't hear me, I would be like, oh, now my shtick is I want them to bleep out every word I say because oh, it'd be funny for the camera. You'd say wild shit. I'd say the most insane Yeah, and you're also going to say like super vulgar things where I'd be like, I would I'm like, going to lick your <laughs> asshole for five hours. Like I'd be saying, yeah, you're just being stupid. I would, say the, I would say the wildest shit ever because I'd try to get the, I would want the cameraman to laugh. Yeah, I'd so be like going so I'm hard. giving Greg a pass on this one. He was just being weird and hamming it yeah. up for his friends. Like, I think don't what, too hard I think what it, we've guys. learned is like, is it maybe Greg's not funny. Like he was maybe trying to be really funny, but like he like wasn't funny. Good thing he's hot. Is all I'm gonna say. I know he's also apparently very tall. He's really? like six three or six. Yeah, I was gonna four. say, are all these guys tall? Because Thomas did not look that tall compared to all of them. So I'm like, are they all six? Foot? I think they're all pretty tall. Like, there's a lot of tall guys, but wow. yeah, I think Greg's like how tall tall is Courtney? Because because Thomas Courtney didn't look that tall. so tall. Oh my God, Thomas I, does not look six six out of all of them. Drool. I am so devastated Christian's gone, though. Like, okay, so then they did the waxing challenge, which was just hilarious. I love seeing them giggle. Talk about prayers, hopes and prayers that Trey and Christian are on BIP together and that oh, little friendship. So much commentary. Blossoms together. I love Christian. I love Trey. I My favorite thing about their dynamic, first of all, was that they were like earlier in the episode leaning on the porch together, like talking about Thomas. They're like buds. And then they they buddy up in the challenge and you know they're like dude me and you me and you, me and you. Yeah. they're like besties <laughs> right and then and then like in class you yeah. take a partner and it's like, like oh my god okay <laughs> stand over here stand close to me like you know they talked about stand it close to me so they pair us. you know they talked about it before they even got there they're like dude if it's a challenge and like we're definitely like we're gonna partner up with each other every time like every time <laughs> I want to like go out with the two of them like they just yes, seem so they'd fun be so much fun I, I still want to date Christian Dude. He's so hot and I like his personality Me a lot too. from what I saw of it. Me too. But as we can see, Katie does not seem to have the same taste as us aside from our son, Blake. But we don't want to date our son. I don't want to date my son. No, but we admire him. I admire him. him. My heart swells when I think of him, but I do want to date Christian. Yes. Correct. Um, so, no, the fact, what I what I loved so much is that without a fucking beat... He flipped Trey over and whacked his, waxed his ass. There was none of this. There was none of this toxic masculine bullshit of like, dude, I don't know. I don't want to wax you there, dude. Or Trey being like, dude, I'm not going to pull my pants down. No, they were game, game, game. I know. And They're Trey like, was so cute. Like, I've never, so cute. I've never shown my ass to the man before. <laughs> He's just I'm like, traumatized. Just, he was so cute. And then Christian was just ripping the wax <laughs> off. And he's like, bro, you got more and wax watching them just dying laughing. I just love it. It's so much fun. I loved it so much. I celebrate the both of them. Truly, I love them. I love them. I love them. Um, and, and then, then the spicy, yeah. And then the peppers. Now, Greg did not prove himself to be a man in the in the spicy challenge. He was not a fan of the spice. You know who I stand was Trey. Trey did so well. Trey, no, man, no, was it Trey? 
Trey, not only did Trey... Yeah, it was Trey. Yeah. not only the man did, could handle the spice. Not only did he not even... Flinch. Flinch. Beautiful proposal. It was great. It was a great... I would have liked it. I'm like, I would have loved if I would... That would have been my actual proposal. <laughs> it was good. And then you saw him right afterwards be like, oh! So he was he dying, but he held it in. Do we think maybe Greg was hamming it up a little bit with the spice? I think when we saw him chugging the milk afterwards that it, he was in the middle of a reel... Uh, self tape. <laughs> he was he was round to during a self tape. I do I do think there was some hamming it up going on, and I do and I say that because sorry this sounds shady but it's true. I rewatched it. Uh, it felt like not that he was hamming up the spice part, but the afterwards. I think that probably the spicy taste was gone in his mouth when he was drinking the milk, and I felt like it was actually a, a very poor acting job. You know, so, it's funny, I saw some comments like that where they're like, well, the thing about Greg being actors, he doesn't seem to be a good one because. I think that maybe he's good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Can't, I, I, you know what? Regardless of our distaste for him, I can't get my finger on him. No, I he's really can't. kind of weird. I can't. Sometimes like there was moments in this episode where I was like, you know what? Maybe he is. Maybe he is genuine. Like, maybe I just don't. I just have, I'm not, maybe I'm just not a fan. And maybe this is actually who he is. And then there was other parts in the episode and I'm going to, I'm going to take you through those parts. Tell me. <sighs> Greg was interesting to me to watch during the Thomas situation. And I'll tell you why. Because I felt like we saw Greg when Katie wasn't in the room wind the guys up a little bit and then the second katie was in the room was quiet as a mouse so it was almost like letting everyone else do the dirty work for him inciting and a little everyone bit else, the flame. and everyone else said something spoke up even to fucking her. connor s do you think they cut it out what greg said no because you heard him say one thing oh he goes he literally just goes uh all the guys were like kind of coming for thomas even again even connor s we haven't even heard like speak yeah and then Craig or and then uh, Greg is like, um, but the most important thing is that we trust your intuition. Oh, yeah. You're and right. And you were like, he's been he was pretty vocal that he was not a fan and he, that he wasn't on Andrew S's side of it, that something needs to be said. And then he kept getting quiet. And then same thing. I, I just I keep noticing this and I'm going like, I feel like. He's smart, like he knows that it's not good for him to be the guy who goes and like tattles, but he's also going to wind up. And I think we're going to see it with Blake. I think when Blake gets in the house, we're going to see Greg kind of planting seeds that Blake is one to watch and to be yeah. concerned about, but that Greg himself will never say anything to Katie. Well, I did notice some of the comments that he made to the other guys. Like there was one where he was like, you know, he Thomas just seems so he's knows what he's doing. And I hate a guy like that. And I'm just like, what there was there were comments and then also just his his time with Katie what I was really trying to focus in on was like I just I I really and Evan and I were talking about this uh the other day because Evan doesn't have like a problem with Greg Evan's thing is like I just don't think he likes Katie nearly as much as Katie likes him and that's that seems to me to be like even though he was saying 
after their moment together where he was like, man, I could really see myself falling for her. When they're having, anytime they have an interaction, I've just noticed that like she talks a lot and he kind of just sits there like this. There is for sure like a, like Hello, he's thinking about something there? else. He's like astral he's, projecting. He's totally astral projecting. <laughs> he's in a scene somewhere. Like he's 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 somewhere else. And so I that's why I, that's the other part of me that why I think like oh he like top two he's gonna be like uh yeah he says stuff like you know I can't stop thinking about you or whatever and she's like me neither and I'm just like I don't believe you. I don't believe it. And again, not in a way that I'm like call him out for it but in a way of like i just feel like you're probably in, like he's he gives me the energy of like when you're sitting with katie you think she's cute and you think she's nice and you're enjoy sitting you're enjoying sitting talking with her and then the second you get back into the house you don't think about katie once and you're having fun with the guys <laughs> Do you know what I or mean? Your astral projecting. <laughs> or your astral projecting. But I feel like he's really enjoying his time with the guys. I feel like he's got friends there. They're probably talking about old times and whatever and like having a good time. And uh, I just don't feel like he's sitting there up awake at night thinking about Katie like I believe Michael is or like that I believe Connor B is. No, you know how I feel about Greg is I like does Greg even have a good time with the guys? Does Greg have a good time? I don't quite know. I guess. You know, like, yeah, he's pretty low key. Does he have a bad time? Does he have a good time? The guys all seem to really like him, though. I'm not saying he's either one. I'm just saying, does does he seem to have a, a I, I, yeah, I don't I, know. I can't I see can't. him having a good time or a bad time. He seems like he's just Greg. <laughs> he is Greg. Yeah, no, I, I totally can see. I, like, can get I that don't too. see. I just don't see a personality there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I see facts about him. I mm-hmm. see. I see Greg imagining what someone in uh, in the conversation with Katie would do mm-hmm. if they were in love with her. But yeah. I don't know sometimes what Greg, what's really going on inside Greg. Yeah. He reminds me of someone and I can't figure out who it is. Like someone who was on the show before that gave me that same thing where it was like it was someone who was like handsome and everybody liked but was, was it in a recent like, season? I don't I don't think so. Uh. But it was like there I just what's going on? Like <laughs> everyone loves you. Who are you guys? And I and I get it because you're not you're not threatening in any way. Like you don't you're not polarizing in any way. Sure. But there just seems to Although not Greg be Although Grey is rather polarizing is the irony of it. Well, I mean like just batch- us though. <laughs> well, no, I mean I've seen guy I've seen people being so vehemently pro Greg. And I have yeah. seen people besides us being vehemently anti-Greg. True, 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 So true. that's the irony is he does have a certain sort of polarity, even though mm-hmm. his personality to me seems very flatline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We will see. Time we will, will see. Time will tell. Now, let's talk about Blake. More? Well, we have to talk about what happened. Go ahead. With okay. Them. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> This is how we write. I'm not now. I'm, let's get into the I, meat and potatoes of Blake. I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not wrapping this up with anything oh, yeah, other yeah, than yeah, Blake. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel I you though. Refuse. We gotta. We walk through what actually happened for sure. For um, sure. For sure. So interesting fact is that you know Katie was wearing the exact outfit that she was wearing when Nick had came and did the circle of emotion. So when she talked to Tasha and when she met Blake. So oh. we are out of order, broads. So she met Blake. So he's been there a, 
Well, I guess it's not a while. They're not traveling, so it's probably actually been like four days. Mm-hmm. Tops. Nick had said. Tops. Nick had said that she. Nick had said that uh, I believe she met Blake before he met up with her. So I think. Was that the same week, technically, before the same rose ceremony? So Grief I think what had happened was they had just had the yeah. they had just had the Carl ejection ceremony. The the Carl had just left rose ceremony. The next morning, Tasha shows up and is like, "I have a friend here to see you." She meets Blake, and then I think she goes on the date. Circle of truth. Circle of next that's, day. Is talk m- about an that's an exhausting that's fucking a very day. exhausting day. So wait, circle of truth, then Michael date, then this group date, right? Yes. Yeah. That's like okay, so it's only been like three days. Oh my god! But yeah. and think about how much the Carl eject that was drama. She's like, guys are here for the wrong reasons. Oh my god! Then then Blake shows up and she's having to process. Should I bring him in? And then the the traumatic emotions and her talking about her story and hearing from all the guys, and then Michael with his wife and processing that and the whole Thomas. Fiesta. And then the oh my god. And so then she's like, please, let's get Blake on here. Okay, yeah. So Blake decides to show up. And Tasha like, gives I the have intro. Someone and, and she kept from saying, my like, past. I think you're a really good pair. So I'm just curious about how this all went down. I'm curious if Blake reached out. Yeah. If producers reached out to him. I've I'm heard, curious about that. I've situation. heard it alluded to that Blake, the, that Blake reached out. That Blake is like has had the hard eyes literally since Katie stepped out of the uh, the limo. Yeah, and I, I I bet Blake asked to come on from the b- beginning of the season, and I bet production wanted to keep him and have Probably. him make a more dramatic entrance. Because let's acknowledge something right away about our king, is that the second Katie walked out, by the way, when he turned and he gave that smile to her, my heart exploded. I was like, ah! But the first thing he said to her, the first thing he said to her when she sat down, he's like, I just want to start off by apologizing. I know this is probably really stressful. I love the fact that our king does not show up and go like, hey, it's me. Hey, you. And do this whole kind of like, it's me. I know you've known me and we yeah. kind of DM'd that he was super immediately like, I know that this adds stress and I'm sorry. And that's, again, why I probably like where I tend to think that you're right, that he tried to get on from the top. Yeah. And then they made him wait, and he's probably like, I'm so sorry. Like, I did not want this to happen this way that you're having to deal with. Like, he might have even said that to her, and they edited out, you know, him being like, I wanted to come, and like, I probably, you know, probably. Um, but I mean, the, yeah, the two of them, it was just, it was natural. It was everything. And everything. I just, I just loved, I, just, I, one of the, the biggest things I love about Blake is that, she was she was very uh, like she felt comfortable to be really forthright with him there was nothing about him that was trying to other than when he was like just so you know like if i'm here with you at the end and there's this connection that i think i will be i will propose to you um other than that there was no he didn't put any sort of pressure on her to like make a decision there was mm-hmm. no like i know that we'd be great together i know there was nothing that a, an ounce of pressure on Katie. It was as subdued of like, I really like you. I think you are confident and fun and everything. And I just, I had to just come and see if it would be okay if I came on. And that was it. Totally. I feel like whenever we've seen it in other formats, there's kind of been like, a, I know there's something. I know we have to do this. And there is a level of like, I'm here and there's pressure. And he just felt very like, you know, 
I don't know. Also, probably adding to that is probably things out of his control. Like it seemed like production wasn't like throwing him into the mix like with Heather. Like he sort of got the privilege of being able to speak to her privately. And then they also pulled him back and just kept him in his room instead of him awkwardly lurking in the hallways waiting for her to come out of conversations with other guys. That's very true. So he was given a bit of a different scenario and it might be different if they were like heading on into that group date, bud. Good luck. Oh my gosh. That's very true. Head into that cocktail party. Uh, poor Heather and the women. That it, that was so stressful. And yeah. that came literally halfway through the season. Yeah. That was like episode six or seven. Or even, um, I feel like there was a guy that that happened to recently. I don't remember. But yeah, they just kind of, th- sometimes they just throw them in. Yeah. Or even like Hannah Brown showing up during the group date with oh Pete, God. you know. It's like, I forgot about that. What a horrible moment. He got a nice little private moment yeah. and then he got another nice little private moment yeah. and he didn't have any chance to ruffle the feathers with the guys until she said that he could come back on. Mm-hmm. So all that is a pretty sweet setup for him. Very true. They know that this could work probably. Definitely. This isn't like a long shot with Heather where it was like, ah, I don't think that this is going to be it. Well, and the thing that seems to work with her and Blake is... Is that the on paper stuff seems to be there. He said that too. He's like, you check all my boxes. Um, the on paper stuff with him seems to be there. And then also it seems like the chemistry is very there because she can barely even make eye contact with him uh-huh. because she is a little bit nervous, butterflies, little excited chemistry she's a she's a a giddy little she's a a little giddy queen around well the thing about katie is with a lot of the guys you know she sort of has this like i'm in charge bitch kind of attitude and with blake she's a little more like gets a little gets a little caught up yeah blake has very um blake has very it's very leo blake has very like calm like calm strong energy like it doesn't feel like he's Overbearing. not. It doesn't be. It'd be. I guess it's like he's not trying because he just is very like he he feels very relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. Like I would want him to be. And I remember feeling that way during Tasha's season, where I was like, he seems kind of like this guy who's just who's he's fun, but he's steady. And then I'd want someone like him, even if I wasn't attracted to him on my season, because I feel like he would make me feel like comfortable. He's like fun, but still level headed. Yeah, like I, feel like I, I feel like I could talk to him about like be honest and talk to him about stuff if I'm stressed out. Like, again, even if it was someone I wasn't attracted to, I'd probably keep him around for a long time. Because I'd be like, I can talk to Blake about it because Blake's not going to get kind. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to get butt hurt about stuff. I can be honest. I can ask him his opinion. He's not going to be go and be dramatic and whatever. But it's interesting. I feel like I haven't seen that conversation brought up with any other person before. Nick, Heather, Hannah Brown, whatever. I've never seen it brought up before the suggestion that maybe that person is there for clout because they're coming on this a season again. I know. And it's weird to me that that was brought up with Blake and this whole narrative of like two bachelorettes, like I said, is just stupid to me. I know. I know. Like it was one season. I think it's lit- legit because that's like been just the hyper focus of the season. Yeah, that's really been the only focus of the season, just, honestly, again, is like, like here you're... for the wrong reasons, here for the wrong reasons. But again, like even Kate, maybe she was sort of like poked in the direction of saying that, but like they were DMing before. So like 
Obviously, she knows from the get-go that he was interested since he slid in her DMs to applaud her from the show. That's not cloud chasing to me. It just seems so obvious to me that that's not his motive, more so than Hannah Brown or Nick or even Heather. Like, all these people, to me, have way more of an ulterior motive than than Blake. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's just weird to me that for him, of all people, that's like the narrative that's kind of getting spun on and off screen. How? dare they i mean he some is. people just have no no don't, don't have good judgment though that's true but no i think i feel like the reason katie asked it is because it's literally you know pr- producers are making sure. her literally talk about it being there for the wrong reasons 24 yeah. hours well, a day wants to and hear, you're just like no i think it makes sense for katie to ask because also it's like you want to hear someone say why they're there yeah. and, and explain also, it. I get that. I would be so offended if I was Katie that the main narrative of my season is that people are here for the wrong reasons, like more so than another person. Yeah, I'd be like, totally. why is this the focus on my season? I'm a fucking catch. Like, why is my season all about more so than any other season about being here for the wrong reasons? Like, I don't get it. Like, I would be so offended. I'd be like, I refuse to acknowledge this narrative and I reject it. Yeah, that's so, that's, it is weird that that's like becoming a narrative. I guess it's just the age of the internet. But um, no, the only beef I had with her was just the, the two bachelorette thing. I'm just oh, like, that yeah. is just weird. I'd be like, no, that doesn't count. It's just the one. And on and honest to God too, it was during the COVID times. And at the end of the day, all of us would have done anything to, to do there. something <laughs> During the COVID times, because that was that serious lockdown. Absolutely. We would have all done anything. I would have told anyone I was in love with them just to, to get out of the house. To- <laughs> just to sun and be around other human beings for oh, a little while. Sure. I'd be like, I will do anything. And also, to be here. like Claire left so early on, Blake barely even had, you know, it's like I know. come on. So that that was my only thing with that. But um, I know. And Tasha had wonderful things to say about Blake, and you know that we, you know. She he was her top he was in her top four like she got to know him pretty well. You could tell that um, I forgot he was in the top four. Yeah, we met his parents. I don't think. He was oh in the no, top he four. was top five. Top five. Yeah, because top four was Ben, Brendan, Zach, and Ivan. Ivan. He was top five. He almost we almost got to meet his parents, which will be his great. Mom. I sure hope we get to meet his mom. Oh my god! He's gonna. I think he's top two. I think him and Greg will be top two. Yeah, I get that vibe too, and I can't wait. <laughs> the showdown of the century. I wonder whose team, uh, whose corner will be. In. <laughs> I Only wonder. Also, my favorite, my my actual favorite part of the entire episode by a mile was her going and getting Blake after oh, the she rose was so ceremony. Excited. I know my, my favorite too. She fucking ran to Blake's room. She's still in the gown. She looked stunning. The fact that by she was the way. surprised that he was asleep at five o'clock in the morning. And she's like, "What's wrong?" Or like, she probably assumed that the producers oh, were going to go wake up. him up beforehand. And I absolutely loved that she opened the door and he literally was just like. Hey, like he couldn't even enjoy the moment because he was so fucking out of it. He yeah. was so out of it. And I love the fact that he was naked, but of course, he's sleeping in the nude. God bless. And then before he came out, he was like, I didn't even have a put a mint in my mouth. Like he was like tripping out. He's got galaxy boxers on, his cute little hoodie, rubbing his eyes. He was precious. Love it. And yeah, man, I just love that like they just it just is such it just feels it feels so different their dynamic and we've barely even seen them together their dynamic feels so different than the rest of the guys now let me call top four 
okay, yeah, let's do this. I guess we're 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 about. I mean, four episodes in. Blake. In order of, I think Blake makes it all the way. I, I just don't see the oh chemistry God, with anyone stop. else. Stop! You're I making don't. you're making me so excited. I don't. If I think you, I think Blake goes all the way. I think it's them. I think if, it's them. If you if all if, signs point to that. If you are right and it is Blake, and we. We like prayed for this for like a year and we obsessively yeah. talked about this and then they actually it actually works and we love them so much. Which they they better I'm saying it right now because I think both of them have listened. <gasps> Aren't they both fans of us? <laughs> I don't know if they both actively listen, but if you are both they have been listening. I know they both have at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point for sure. Because they both DM'd us in the past. So I say you guys, you owe this. You owe this to us, and we predicted it. And you've got to come on and do a special couples episode with us. Oh, please! Oh, okay. we'll have the boys on too. We'll do a three-way couples episode. That'll be chaos. <laughs> Greg is not a hundred percent in. I'm not hundred percent in on that one, but I'll watch from the sidelines. Okay, Blake. or invite us to the wedding if you guys do get engaged. Please, please. Blake one. Okay. Greg two. Okay. Justin three. Andrew S. Four. No. Oh, fuck. Andrew S. Or Connor. Mm. Or Michael. Mm. And I still say. Mm. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. Blake one. Greg two. A Justin three. Yeah. I think Justin's going final three. I think Justin's going fantasy suites. She did say in the interview, who's the hottest? I saw her say in an interview who the hottest was. And she said, Justin. Boom. Justin's top three for sure. Okay. And and Greg's top three and Blake's top three. Now, number four is the toss up because as of right now, I think it could go either Andrew S or Connor or Michael. I think she's going to, I no, I don't think it's Michael. I think she's going to cut Michael sooner because she's going to be like, I don't want to take you away from your son yeah. anymore and I don't see it going any further. Yeah. I think it's going to be between Connor and Andrew S actually for fourth slot. Okay. What's your numbers? Oh, see now your now your your predictions. I think I would have said something else, but now your predictions well, are making sense to me. What were your what what was your initial thought? I was gonna say I was gonna say I think I don't know if Blake gets into I don't know if Blake gets into top two, but okay. I really hope it in my bones. So I'm just gonna go with Blake being in the top two because I'm gonna try to manifest okay. this. But I I can't I can't mess with the thought that I feel like. Greg is number one. So she's not with anyone. I feel like she's not with anyone. I feel like she is wanting Greg to propose and that Greg might ditch or might not propose. And then she will be maybe left with Blake and we'll see what happens. Interesting. But I think Greg is her number one and then maybe Blake's the fallback. And okay. if, and the, the question will be, will Blake be okay being the fallback or will it be like, no. I think that's that's kind okay, of where so I'm landing. Greg, you're sort of thinking Greg one, Greg one ish, and then Blake one ish a little bit. Okay, but I think it'd be Greg will be the top choice, and then Blake, um, and then I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say Connor. I was gonna say Connor, uh, and then Michael. Connor third and then Michael fourth. And I thought maybe she'd get rid of Michael right before fantasy suites because of her oh, son. Sure. But now that you're talking about Justin and then now that I'm remembering her say that fucking Justin is the hottest and I don't remember her saying anything about Connor S. Pardon me. 
part of me thinks that maybe your lineup is completely correct. And I think that maybe, but I think that maybe it's Greg, Blake, Justin, Connor S. Okay, Connor's in five, top four. Top four. Goes to hometowns. Doesn't want to take him to fantasy suites. Because she's maybe got a little bit of the ick, but she really likes him. I think he might go on a one-on-one and she might cut him. Mm. Did they already have a one-on-one? No. No, not yet. I think they're going to go on a one-on-one. You think he's, she's going to cut him on the one I think so, because I think he's going <gasps> to be trying to mac with her the entire And it's going to be too date, much for and her. And she's just going to be like, I can't do this. I'm nauseated. Okay. Okay. Now, it looked like from the clips for this coming episode that... Who did it look like got the one-on-one? Oh, Andrew S. gets a one-on-one next week. We see them, like him stringing the lights together and turning them on. So it looks like Andrew S. gets a one-on-one. It also looks like Blake gets a one-on-one. And then there's maybe one group date. So it looks like, unless I'm messing it up, it looks like there might be two one-on-ones and then one group date, like a reverse situation. Mm-hmm. Seems time. about the right time that they would start doing they that. They kind of mix it up a little bit. Or maybe there's going to be a two-on-one. Who knows? Or maybe Blake will get put... Yeah. Oh. I have a feeling that she's going to give Blake a one-on-one and it's going to make the guys so angry. Okay, and then he'll get... There'll be beef with them the week after. They, sh- they showed the clip of, um, of you know, Hunter, like, decimating someone. Like, Hunter starting to get real... Ag- I'm going to tell you this right now, Hunter. You know I love you. You know that last week we were a huge fan. If you come after our King Blake, our relationship's over. Yeah, it's, it's done, done. done. Like, it's done. I love you, but it's it's got it has to be done. But I think they made it look like Hunter, like, clobbered Blake, but it didn't actually look like Blake. And him okay. saying, like, he's getting what he deserves. Like, I think there's maybe another drama going on with that situation, or they're making it look that way. And I think Blake gets the one-on-one because I don't believe that Katie won't give it to him. The sparkle in her eye, even if producers were like on the fence, I think Katie, like it, it would be one of those push, like I really want to take Blake on I this one on one. Also, it will be the thing, like the guys will get more pissed about it because they'll be like, well, none of us have gotten a one on one and he comes uh-huh. and he immediately gets one. Yep. Like, yep. Start questioning Q, the questioning Katie's intentions. And- yep. Now, final question before we wrap. How do you think Blake is going to handle all the guys coming for him? I think he'll be fine with it. I think it's, I mean, I think he's going to just have to say all he can say, which is going to be like, I understand where you guys are coming from. And I'm just saying I am here for nobody but Katie. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Katie. Okay. Do you think it's going to be like a Nick rest of the men situation where like they will never like him or do you um, think he'll think so. integrate into the house i think there will be some guys that will not let it go and i think that the rest of the guys will be like yeah he seems like a good guy okay he seems like he's hard to hold out on not getting along with i feel the same way i feel like he's sorry love you nick no shade but a lot warmer than nick i is. think there'll be two camps i think okay. there's gonna be a- also nick was super cocky that's what I'm saying. He's a lot warm. Yeah. He's a lot warm. Like Blake is a lot warmer than Nick is just in general. Like I think there's going to be personality. two camps that are going to last for, through the rest of the season. The ones that yeah. do not like Blake and the ones that end up being cool with him. Okay. Interesting. Now, I wonder if those who don't like Blake will be cut, will be eliminated. Like Katie will like not have it. I could I, see her getting protective of her choice. But I will say this. I don't think any, I don't foresee people coming to katie about blake okay 
I don't see that, but it could definitely happen. See, I, I'm predicting that Greg will be one of the initiators to get maybe, let's say, an Aaron to go talk about Blake or something. And then, like, Aaron will get cut because she'll be like, you're just, it's too much. And then Greg, Greg will s- sneak by. Well, can't wait for next week. Can't uh, wait. Broads, this is officially a Blake fan account page. <laughs> so welcome. Any if you Blakes. don't like it, sorry about it. It's not going to change anytime soon. Um, we love you all. Join us on Thursday. We are doing another wedding episode, but this time we're answering all of your questions. We've already recorded it. We are we wedding had, planners. We are wedding planners. We recorded it. We had so much fun. So we hope you all enjoy that. And uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. <laughs>